0: Welcome Welcome to to Teen Up, Up, a podcast that digs deeper into the thoughts of teenagers' minds about the wonders of the world.
1: If you're new here, I am your host, Isabella.
0: And I'm Glenn. If you're not, welcome back.
1: Here's a quick disclaimer. If we made any mistakes, please email us and tell us. Thank you.
0: It is common for people to think that there is an afterlife after death, or that there is a test waiting for you after you die. There are so many uncertainties that comes with death that we just don't know.
1: And no matter how much we don't want death to come, we're unable to escape death while we we naturally have a desire to live. However, philosophers thought differently about that. They think that death is nothing to be afraid of. So we're going to talk about the philosophy of death. So I'm going to read this quote. Basically, biologically, death is the stop, like your functioning organs stop and like your heart rate, blood pressure, and like all the functions just stop after you die. And philosophically, death and like living people, the line between death and alive is like debated upon different philosophers and uh today we're just going to talk about a few of these theories and what the past philosophers and modern philosophers think so socrates we've all heard of socrates right yeah okay so to him there was two types of death one is dreamless sleep which is basically you don't have any dreams and you just go to sleep forever and um he thought that that was a nice idea because you know He has been thinking his whole life. Like it was nice to stop thinking for a while. (laughs) And right. And the second was passage to another life. He thought of like the afterlife as disembodied minds without like, you know, body like actual physical bodies. So you don't have to worry about needing to be fed or resting or, you know, doing all the things to keep your physical self in like good health and like there wouldn't be pain so basically your mind would be at your top form because you wouldn't have to worry about the things that uh, you normally would you could just basically have philosophical conversations with others that was what Socrates he thought he thought that it'd be amazing to have these great conversations with the past thinkers which I think is just I don't know too much he thinks too much
0: wait I don't understand. So, is it like an afterlife, like right? Um, like you go to heaven or hell or whatever places that you can meet other people.
1: Yeah, just people who have died, and like you could think with them. Okay. <laughs> How fun does that sound?
0: <laughs> I mean, you can meet a lot of like past people, and that I think it's fun. Mm-hmm, true. But, I mean, you have like endless time that mm-hmm. you can spend.
1: Right. But then, like, okay, this is just a thought that came to mind. Like, when does this thing end? Like, what if you've had a conversation with all the people who's, who have died? Oh, there, there's going to be new people who's dying, right? Anyway, so he thought that if the only thing that's left behind was the mind, then why don't we just spend more of our time alive caring for the mind? Because, you know, that's the only thing left. And we just, you know, do basic care for our bodies and we don't have to do more than that.
0: Ah, uh, that's interesting. Like, right. you just take care of your mind, not, like, wait, so is it saying that you don't take care of your body?
1: No, it's saying that you, you don't have to, like, you know, I guess, like like, contemporary thought, like, if you think modernly, it's, like, you don't have to go to the gym, or you don't have to, like, you know, work on abs. You could just eat well, sleep well, that's it, and then do the rest.
0: Oh, be happy.
1: Yeah, like, make sure your body is fine, but, like, focus more on the thinking, mm-hmm. like study or something. Yeah. Okay. So um, this other philosopher called Epicurus, he's a Stoic philosopher and he is around like a hundred years after Socrates. So he thinks that we equal our bodies. So um, once you die, we don't exist anymore. And like he said, and I quote him, death is a cessation of sensation. So what he thinks is that good and evil only make sense in terms of sensation. So basically, because you die, you don't you lose your body, right? And you don't live, so you don't have any sensation. So death is basically not good or evil.
0: Right, right. But it's talking about like death only, right?
1: Right. It's like so like people are basically uh mostly scared of death, right? And these people are not scared because of, like the The way they think. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So he thinks that we shouldn't fear death because it gets in the way of enjoying life. I mean, I guess he has this thought like earlier in his life, so like he doesn't think it's scary to think of death or anything. Okay. There's this like theory. So he says that once you're dead, you're not here anymore. So it's like you and death are basically not present at the same time. Do you get it?
0: No. What does that mean?
1: It's like this moment you're alive but the next moment you're dead. So
0: Oh, you being alive and you being dead it doesn't exist at the same time.
1: Right. So basically death isn't bad because you you are never present at the same time.
0: So because you're not there, I mean, because you technically cannot be there. Yeah. So you're not going to be there to judge if it's good or bad.
1: Right. And, like, he thinks because of this, we shouldn't be afraid of death.
0: So his theory is that people die with their body and there is no, like, mind, right? Right. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, you're just, push gone. Okay, so there's this contemporary American philosopher, and he had a theory called FOMO, which means the fear of missing out. So basically, people are afraid to die because... They have a fear of missing out on the things that they want to experience, like skydiving or stuff like that. But one thing he said, like, totally made sense to me, like, I have never thought of this before, was that he said, um, what about the things that you miss before you're born, right? There are so many things uh, before you're born, and you weren't afraid of that. And why do you have to be afraid of things that you'll be missing out after you die? So, yeah, it's basically the same thing.
0: Wow, that weirdly makes a whole lot of sense to me.
1: I know, right? And he said, and I quote him, if you don't feel some sort of deep sense of loss at what you missed before you were alive, why should you feel loss at what you'll miss after you die? So yeah, that was the thing that I said, which totally makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm, right. But I mean, people are still gonna fear what happens after they die, right?
1: Right, but like one of the reasons that people get scared is because of FOMO.
0: Huh, because like FOMO is such a big thing. Right now, like in the conversations... Mm-hmm. like people are talking about how you're addicted to your phone because of fomo
1: oh that's interesting
0: yeah so i was like thinking about like you can use fomo on this and like it's easier to understand it's not like very philosophical or whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's more relatable i guess right and i do understand it better if you explain it that way because we're um we we are afraid that um we're gonna miss out on things that happen after we die Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but i actually like never think about
1: right right i i never thought of this as well so i think that this philosopher is pretty smart okay anyways so basically people fear death because they have like different views on life so like one is uh you think that life is inherently good and like being alive is good so you would think that death is not so good but like The second type of view on life that makes death seem good is that you value the quality of life. So if this person is dying and suffering from like a disease and that person is like going through a lot of pain, death is a good thing because it brings an end to a suffer, right? Mm -hmm. Because you are looking for the quality of life. You want to live your life to the fullest, to its best, and you want to suffer at the end. So yeah, those are like also how you could view death as, like, good or bad.
0: Wait, so all of these are talking about whether death is, like, good or bad.
1: Right, and how, like, we shouldn't fear death as much as we fear them.
0: Oh, okay. Um, because I, I'm thinking about, like, okay, death is not good nor bad. hmm But what else is there to it, you know? What do you mean? Because, I mean, you can definitely say that death is neither good nor bad, but... What about if you're facing death, like other people's death?
1: After the break, we're going to talk about the fear of others' death.
0: Welcome back. Now we're going to explore the fear of other people's death.
1: Right. So, talking about this, people are actually... I would say some people are more afraid of other people dying, like... Me thinking about the fact that someday my, my family's going to leave me. That really scares me. And well, like when I think that I'm the one dying, I'm not that scared. Because I'm afraid of being left behind and, you know, being alone. And that is why a lot of people are scared of others' death. But there's this Chinese Taoist philosopher called Zhuangzi. So he thinks that we shouldn't fear our loved one's death death is just a part of the life cycles. Like we're, we're not afraid of, you know, growing up birthdays or like celebrations about like, you know, becoming a grown up. Then why should we be treating death differently? You know, we should be celebrating that person's death because this person is transforming from one state in life to another. Mm-hmm. Right. And he thinks that Before, we were alive or human, but after death, we've just transformed into another form, like, maybe, like, bird food or whatever, you know, dirt, or, like, become part of nature. And he thinks that, yeah, that's nothing to be sad about. Right. And he views that as, like, mourning this person's death is more selfish. Right. So he thinks that we shouldn't.
0: Yes, like, mourning about the person's death, it's not about that person, because that person will not see it. Right. Right. I mean supposedly (laughs) depending on how you view afterlife because if you think that after people's dead and they they're just like poof gone then i don't think you would be as like as sad as you are Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you would think that it's supposed to be something that maybe like that person is like being freed from the world prison Stuff like that. Right. And that person can finally, you know, be free from their body or whatever. hmm mm-hmm. But if you think there's, like, an afterlife that, and that, you know, um, people in afterlife can look at us or look at what we do, mm-hmm. then they would definitely, like, mourn because they think that person still exists.
1: Right, right. Well, like after reading or learning about all these, I would still, I think I personally would still mourn about other people's death. Um, I guess it's just what people do a lot. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so I'm going to talk about this person. So a book called The Book of Dead Philosophers by Dr. Simon Critchley. Um, he talked about this philosopher called Wittgenstein. Mm-hmm. He said, Eternal life is given to those who live in the present. So basically what he means here is that a lot of our time that we're alive, we're either thinking about, you know, the future, uh, whether like what I'm going to do or um, if I'm going to be successful or our future. Or we're thinking about our past, like our past reminiscing about our memories or the past terrible things that happened. And a difficult thing is living in the present, right? So he says that, Eternal life is only, you know, given to those that live in the present, which I think is super right, because, like, I personally think a lot about the future and rarely live in the present. Okay, so basically, after all of that talking, death can prompt us to ask, what does it mean to be a human? You know, what do we value and why? And what and how should we seek to know? How should we live? And that
0: is making my head explode.
1: I know these questions like this are so much.
0: I know like what makes us live. Right. You know that is incredible. I mean you if you think about it how human functions like it is it is unbelievable like how many balances there should be.
1: Right, right. We're
0: like so sophisticated that we can like basically like work because look at us creating robots like we barely make them walk. Or move or whatever. Right. But like humans can like repair themselves. Mm -hmm. And like have so many sophisticated chemical reactions. I know. Like balancing inside. It is mind blowing. Like how can we do that? Like what makes us do that? And I think that is like something that you need to, you know, really put a pin on Mm -hmm. to understand death.
1: Right. Wait. I just remembered this thing that our chemistry teacher said. Last year. Mm-hmm. I'm unsure if it was him. He said like it's really like hard to find a balance in, you know, objects and living things. So he said something about like how human beings are so amazing is because like we don't explode
0: when we move. Wait, I don't get it.
1: Uh, So what he said in class was, you know how objects are like they can't move. Right. And they're mm-hmm. very stable, but we can move. And like I don't know what. Theory or what thing it is. But basically, I think we're supposed to explode because of how unstable we are. But like with all these movements, we're still intact and, you know, alive, which I think is really cool.
0: Oh, oh, okay. Okay, get it. Right. It is like, wow, if you really think about it, it is kind of amazing.
1: Right. I mean, I guess not just humans are amazing, like animals too. Could plants be counted as amazing? I guess I would say they're amazing too.
0: I think natural world is amazing in general.
1: Uh-huh. Right, so like, you know, death as Epicurus said, he thinks that, you know, we just when we die we're just gone. Then what is the purpose of life, you know, if after all we did, we just disappear?
0: I think the way that I understand it is actually from A TV show that I talked about before. It's called The Good Place. Oh, mm mm-hmm. So I think I'm going to spoil it a little bit. (laughs) Okay. But um, at the end, people are not happy after they got to heaven. Because they lose purpose. Uh Uh-huh. You know, they have unlimited time. And everything's just, like, going on and on and on forever. And, you know, they cannot see an end to it. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. After they add an option to let people, like, disappear forever... Mm-hmm. Like even from heaven, mm-hmm. they they just like have feelings again. They they are more invigorated. Uh huh. So that got me thinking. Like maybe death is the meaning. Maybe it is death that make our life meaningful. And it is the fact that we are going to die one day that makes us live. And the point is just living.
1: Oh wow, that was that was real deep. That makes sense.
0: I mean, I, I think it's just like making things more simple. Like, it's just living and we don't need to think too much about it.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. So, um, I guess, yeah, I get what you're saying. So, it's like, death is the only thing that makes our life, you know, meaningful and valuable. Because one day we're going to lose it, right?
0: Yeah. And that makes us strive to, you know, want more.
1: Be better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I guess that brings us to an end.
0: Right. So I guess we don't really know what death is or, um, you know, if there's an afterlife or whether... I mean, the only thing that we know is that death is neutral, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not good or bad. It's just neutral.
1: Right. And death is really nothing. Like, you shouldn't be afraid of death
0: i mean it really depends on what you think
1: right but basically nothing is gonna happen to you after you die Mhm. and even the process of it shouldn't be scary because you're you're just dead yeah right so yeah i guess that's about it
0: um so next week we are going to have a little special collab with your monday mail podcast so look out for that
1: Thank you for listening to this episode.
0: We will upload a new episode every Thursday.
1: Remember to like, follow, and share our podcasts with your friends and family. You could also share your idea and thoughts with us on our Instagram at teenup.podcast.
0: You could also find us on YouTube, and we will be thrilled if you could subscribe and leave us a comment. Thank Thank you you and bye. bye!